And amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, team. Great job. You know, I think, uh, yeah, let's praise the Lord. Amen. And I want to thank all of you for joining us this morning. Last week, I mentioned that um, we were going, going to probably be doing some different things. God is doing a new thing. And I want to share a couple of scriptures with you while these guys are moving some chairs in and out, if you don't mind. Here in Isaiah, I want to read from Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. This has been a pivotal scripture for me. And uh, here in Isaiah, the Lord is, is speaking to and reminding the children of Israel of what he was going to do and the things that he had done in the past. And so that's the background on the scripture. But I want to read in several different versions here. I want to start in the New American Standard Bible. Normally we teach out of the New Living Translation because it's real easy to understand and it, it's, it's, it's good. But I want to read several different um, translations this morning. I want to read out of the New American Standard Bible, 4318. Do not call to mind the former things or ponder things of the past. Behold, I will do something new, and now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Let me read this from the New Living Translation. But forget all that. Remember, he's been talking about some of the things that he's done in the past. And so he's saying, for, but forget all that. It's, it's nothing compared to what I'm going to do. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? It will make a pathway through the, I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. Let me read in the NIV. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. And so this has always been a scripture for me. And when God called us to Pioneer Life Fellowship, one of the things he told me was he's doing a new thing. And I'm still trying to connect the dots on what that is, but I'm trusting him. And I think today is a start. And what I'm going to share uh, next week will further solidify, I think, what God is showing us and where we're going as a church. He hasn't revealed everything to me, but it's like God is taking off the layers. He's allowing me to see more and more. And guys, ah, I am so excited. And you're, you're going to have to come back next week to hear the rest of it. <laughs> Uh, but if, if you've been coming to Life Fellowship for a while, you know, you've heard me say in the past that um, 2015 has been a very pivotal year for us, and it hasn't, it hasn't ended. I mean, we launched the video ministry, and, and now we're having live worship, and there's so many things that God is doing, and uh, it, it's, this is the start of a new season for us. You know, there are seasons in life, there are seasons in churches, there are seasons in, in the, uh, the environment. And this is a new season for us. And so next week, I plan to share a little bit more about this new thing that I see God doing. And he's providing some tremendous opportunities for us. And uh, you guys will be really excited. Uh, this morning, I'll be talking with Tavarius. And, and the purpose is, is that you get to know him and that uh, you get to hear a little bit of his heart. Because as I shared earlier, and, and you know if you've been coming here for a while, worship is so much a part of my heart. It will always be so much a part of this church. And, and so I want you to, to hear his heart, and I want you to get to know him. Um, he's going to be a, a permanent fixture in this house. 
and so we're we're real excited about that. So Tavares, would you would you come up and can you grab? Uh, you have a mic here. There you go. And uh, well, thanks. I want to say welcome. And how are you feeling? Good. Yeah, good. Uh, he was in a car accident about a little over a week ago. He got rear-ended and got whiplash, but you look like you're doing good, man. I saw you kind of jumping up here. And, uh, with all that work that we were doing last night, too, I felt like I was going to feel back pain this morning. I was like, man, all this bending down that I'm doing, I'm going I'm to feel this in the morning. And I woke up, and I was stretching and feeling good and everything. All right, I'm like, all right, yeah. praise the Lord. Because so. he was referring to last night we had rehearsal, our first rehearsal, and we were moving some stuff around, setting up equipment and all that. Uh, Tavares, uh, well, let me say this about him. I, I really... We really connected. I, I like what our pastor says in Corpus. He says, man doesn't build relationships, God does. And there are certain people that you just meet and you connect with. And uh, I really sense that with Tavares. And so this has not been anything that we've discussed, uh, the questions I'm going to ask him. So I'm kind of putting him on the spot. Uh, <laughs> if he gives the wrong answer, well, we'll be talking uh, after, after the service. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, this is going to be fun. But I, I just know by the Spirit that he, he has our heart, that he understands where we're going. And we talked a little bit, but I know that it's just the Spirit of God that has, has brought him here, and uh, I know that his heart is with us. So I'd like for you to just share a little bit about your background regarding being a, a, a worship musician, a worship leader, a music director. If you could just kind of give a little bit of background. Again, the purpose is that you'll get to know him. And uh, you'll be seeing a lot of them. So, uh, but yeah, if you, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, sure. Um, I have been in ministry uh, now for about six years, uh, full-time ministry for about three years now. And um, I started at uh, a church called Elam Church in Houston, Texas. That's where I gave my life to Christ. Um, uh, that's where everything started with me, you know, for me. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was different, you know. My great-grandfather was uh, a bishop of our family church that is still standing in Louisiana. And, um, you know, so for years, for, you know, all my life, I knew who God was, you know, I, I knew who God was. I knew there was a God, but there's, there's something different about knowing who he is and having an actual relationship with him. And so my relationship with Christ started at the age of uh, 17, um, about six years ago. So do the math anyway. <laughs> Um, actually, well, yeah, I mean, I, I totally wasn't going to say this. Tuesday's my birthday, and 26, I mean, not 26, 23 is, like, approaching really fast, and I'm kind of scared, so y'all pray for me. Anyway. <laughs> You'll do fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just God has done just a, a crazy amount of amazing things in my life, and, um, like I said, I gave my life to Christ, uh, you know, six years ago, a week later, I was leading worship for, uh, <laughs> for our youth group, and at the time, I'm like, what am I doing? You know, I'm like, I'm going to sing good. I'm going to, you know, play the guitar this way, so forth and so on. And my mind was definitely, you know, on the horizontal kind of, you know, kind of mentality. Um, and it took me a little bit for, uh, you know, to actually grasp what worship meant. First and foremost, it starts vertically, you know, starts here, not here. Um, I always say that, that my gifts and my, my, my talents, you know, the, my vocal ability and, you know, my instrument playing ability or whatever, that moves the earth. 
but my anointing moves heaven to earth. I really, really believe that, and that's one of the that's one of the uh, that when I when I realized that it was a pivotal moment in not only um, worship to me, but the way I led worship. You know, it became uh, not something that I thought of as a duty. You know, and not something that I thought of as uh, this is a performance. You know, I have to get up here and do this. I don't have to lead worship. I get to lead worship. Amen. You know, and I really believe that. And when I finally understood what that meant and what it what it really is, that changed everything. It changed my life. It changed the way that I lead worship. And um, soon after that is when I decided to go uh, into full time ministry. You know, I've had many jobs, so forth and so on, and uh, done retail, done fast food. But I really feel like I am good for nothing else on this earth except leading worship and ministering to God's people. You know, so uh, I'm from Houston, Texas. Uh, anybody from Houston in the, in the house? Houston, H-Town? No? Okay. I guess not. <laughs> it's all right. I'll, I'll be the only one. <laughs> it's all the same area. You know, God loves us all. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, from Houston area, um, grew up in the South Houston area, went to South Houston High School for two years, graduated from Pasadena Memorial, uh, Memorial High School. And um, just like I said, just God has been doing many amazing things in my life. We got some Pasadena Osoho alumni back there. All right. All day. Yes. <laughs> um, but again, God has just been doing amazing things in my life uh, over this past six years. And uh, here I am at Life Fellowship. Uh, blessed, and I'm feeling good. Um, when I look out, you know, to you guys, I see a group of people who are full of faith, and that helps me, that, that builds me up, and that allows me to know that God really is doing something here. And it's not by my might, you know. I'm just a willing vessel that said yes and amen six years ago and said yes and amen here recently, which is why I'm here. That's it. God is in the middle of this. His hand is in this whole process, and his hand is in this house. So thank you for having me. Thank you, Pastor, for having me, and I'm glad to be here. Amen. Uh, you talked about anointing. I, I think that there's a direct, and when I started the last series, uh, The Gifts from the Holy Spirit, I spent a couple of weeks talking about the character of God, and I think it's really, really important. I, I see a direct correlation between the character, not that we're performing, but as we yield our life to God, and uh, we, we don't succumb to the lust of the flesh and the things of that nature, that's where we really begin to see the anointing uh, flow. Um, and do you have any, any thoughts regarding such? Um, um, well, yeah. what, what, when, we are, when we are receptive to the Holy Spirit, you know, and I, mean, I hope I'm answering your question, but when we are receptive, when we are fully receptive to the Holy Spirit, um, and, and that doesn't start, it I mean it could start when you walk in, but that really starts on your own. It starts in your own personal life. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we talked about um, with the worship team yesterday, including myself, I stressed this to myself as well. You know, um, between rehearsal and the actual service, make sure that you're prayed up. Make sure that you are praying not only for the music to go well, but for the people that come in, because we are called to minister to these people. And that's a that's a great responsibility, you know, and, and God has entrusted us with that. So it's it's very important to always be, like I said, starts vertically, you know, to be uh, just kingdom minded as much as possible and understand that you have been called. We have been called for a reason that is greater than ourselves. Just being filled with the Holy Spirit and being uh, God driven, you know, yeah, not by our might, but, but by the Holy Spirit's might. I was probably totally off of what he just asked. No, that, good answer. But, yeah. good answer. <laughs> I'm taking notes here. No, <laughs> no, that's that's perfect. Uh, we had we've been looking. Uh, well, what, how this all process got started? 
Ariana had mentioned a, a few months back that she was probably going to be departing Life Fellowship due to some circumstances and situations. And so we began to look for a praise and worship leader. And then it looks like the, the situation with Ariana has changed, but we had already done, we'd already started in this process. And uh, so, you know, you've heard the expression, you get to have your cake and eat it too. Well, we kind of get to have our cake and eat it too because Ariana is going to stay on as a worship leader. And uh, to, through this process, uh, I've met Tavarius and he's come on as the lead worship leader. Uh, so that's kind of how all this process got started. Um, how I know that you spent some time in prayer and uh, you really sought the Lord about coming here. Was, uh, was there anything that the Lord spoke to you about coming here or was there anything that you experienced that that solidified that you were to be here or or anything like that the first thing that i noticed and i'm just throwing these out here adam so i have no idea what he's going to say and he's probably going wow this is uh yeah this is new yeah right <laughs> no he makes all things new amen <laughs> look at that okay so cool. Sorry. all right <laughs> um you know the first thing that i noticed that that god really uh revealed to me um undeniably like it was it was there you couldn't really you know duck or dodge it was when i when i that was for i think our, our leadership meeting or something like that oh yeah which i mentioned last night and um this i mean i don't this is just my character i love people i love people um you know and that's also what would change the way that i lead worship or that i you know led worship uh, a while back or you know years ago is when God allowed me to understand that it's not about myself, it's about his people, you know? And so when I walked in here and we, you know, we began the leadership meeting, I have I've never felt like, I've never felt so welcomed, you know? That's, that's one thing that this church um, is good at, making people feel welcome, you know? Um, and I walked in and I felt like I had been knowing everybody just like for years, you know? And that was my first day meeting them. Um, and so that was just one of the things that the Lord really just kind of downloaded into my spirit. And it's, it's also something that I've been longing for for a very long time. And so before Life Fellowship had even been placed on the table as an option, you know, of churches to join and to lead at, my prayer was, God, send me somewhere, you know, where uh, the people are uh, authentic with loving on people, you know, and, and they are... Uh, welcoming and so forth and so on and uh, my expectations were met and you know exceeded I mean this this church really believes in loving on people so that's you know one thing that just that God just you know definitely placed in my spirit you know um, the people the people love you they're welcoming of you and uh, you know I've called you here so yeah, yeah that's definitely a huge part right well I, I think that that is one of the the strengths of this church is that people are authentic they truly love God. They're not perfect. Uh, none of us are. But uh, I think that I think that's what will impact the world. I think that's what impacts people's lives. Uh, it's like I forget who said this. I don't know who said this, but people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And so we we're very deliberate in the culture, the heart, the DNA that this is a warm, welcoming place. So that when people, we even pray that when people drive by or pull onto the the into the parking lot, that they feel the love of God. Because that's what's going to change your life. Uh, good worship is good. Good preaching is good. But, but it's the power of God. It's the encounter with God 
that changes lives. Now, what is that again? They, they, people don't care how much you know. No, until they know how much until you care. Until they know how much you care. Somebody yeah. tweet that. That's yeah. really weird. <laughs> yeah, and I can't take credit for that. I'd like to, but uh, I don't know who Still coined it. it. Yeah, good. yeah, tweet it. It's, it's good. It's really good. It's good. Yeah. And you mentioned that you have led worship for youth ministries and stuff like that. And we talked a little bit about some of the, the, the developmental things that we would like to do regarding the expansion of worship with the children's ministry and youth ministry. Um, you want to share a little bit of, of your heart regarding those things? Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer of um, making sure that we are pouring into our youth. You bring up the youth, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I started out in youth ministry, and I was fortunate enough to have a youth pastor who made sure that he poured into us. Um, uh, you know, it just made sure that, it, that he poured into us on a regular basis. Uh, and there were nine of us. There were, there were nine student leaders out of a group of 300 kids. There were nine student leaders. And uh, me being the worship leader, and there were prayer partners, so forth and so on. And um, our youth, you know, youth pastor at the time made sure that he just... He was, he did life with us. You know, he knew what we were going through. He knew what we were involved in. You know, he'd come to some of our, um, you know, some of my ROTC, you know, tournaments, so forth and so on. So, uh, and, and I'm a real, I'm a firm believer, you know, in that and making sure that we're pouring into our youth. And um, like I said, I've done youth for a long time. Um, I still mentor many youth who are, you know, beginning their process in ministry and uh, they're like, what is this? What is this? Why is it? Why is this happening? Why is she crying and all that stuff? And it's, like, it's the Holy Spirit. Just get used to it. It's a. It's how we respond to worship. Just you know. And so, um, it. I think it's really, really important. And the way that I see that working here is when we continue to pour into our youth and and allow them to know that, uh, like I said in the beginning earlier, that that God's hand is in this ministry you know, and let the future begin, you know. His hand is in this ministry, and it's going to go far. We're going to reach the, the community. We're going to reach uh, the churched, those who think they know it all. And we're going to reach the unchurched, those who don't know anything, you know. And this is going to be a house who love on people. And that's really what ministry is all about, people. It's about loving and extending the grace and the love and God's mercy to his people, you know, and allowing God to be the center of that you know, of that process and everything about what, you know, what that means. And it's good to start with the youth and, and allow them to uh, understand what it means to just pour out to God's people, you know. So I, I think, um, I don't, I haven't met any of the youth here at this church. I do uh, hope to really soon, but that's just my heartbeat for youth and young people. Let's love other people. Let's love other people. Bring them in these doors. Uh, not that we have to, but let's bring them in these doors and let them know that you're loved, you're accepted, and God wants to do something in your life. And it, the, the biggest reason for that is because of what we see that's happening right now in the world. And what's happening right now, you know, typically with my generation and, gen, you know, the generations to come, so forth and so on. And um, I, I oftentimes, you know, people, somebody asked me, you know, one day or somebody said, Tavarius, you cannot change the world. And that kind of discouraged me for a second, and I kind of took a step back, and I was like, man, you're right. But then something just happened on the inside of me, and I got back in, and I was like, you're right, but it wouldn't hurt to try. 
it wouldn't hurt to try, and I really believe that, and it's more so because, like I said, we, we all know what's going on in the world, and you can't blame the world for being the world, but you can do what you can do, what God has called you to do, to make an impact on the world, and it starts with our youth. It starts with our youth, and it starts with the ones who are in this house currently, for them to go out and love on people and show the love of Christ. So. Yeah, um, and I think that, that that's right on. Um, I We talked a little bit about developing a youth worship team, even starting with the children's ministry, because our approach with training up children at Life Fellowship is if you've been in Texas very long, you know that football is king, and they start training up these little kids when they can barely hold a football, and they're training them up so that by the time they get to junior high and and uh, high school, they're trained up, they're, they're efficient in their, their skills of playing football. And so we want to, to fill our children with the things of God so that they know the basic foundational truths that God loves them. One, there are people that are sitting in churches all across the globe today that really don't understand that basic concept that God really does love them. And if we can't get that, then we're going to have a hard time understanding the the more important things that God has for us. And so I think that's really important. And I think if we can begin to train up our children and our youth in, in leading worship, I think that would be awesome. I, I thought of a story, and I've shared this with you guys before, thinking uh, when you said somebody had told you that you can't change the world or you can't. And I heard a story. I don't know if it's true or not, but it sounds good. But uh, there was an event that all of these uh, starfish washed up on the beach and so there were these two guys, and they're walking down the beach, and this one guy, every once in a while, he grabs a starfish and flings it back into the ocean, and he walks along. And, and so after a while, the guy, the, the guy with him says, why are you doing that? I mean, there's no way you can get all these starfish back into the ocean. And he says, well, it matters to this one, you know? And so uh, God has given us influence, and we've talked a lot about that. We have influence in the world. Is it good influence, is, or is it influence for Christ, or is it fleshly influence or, or what does that look like and so we can we can make a difference and uh through you look what jesus did through 12 disciples i mean they changed the world and i believe that we are world changers with god's power working through our lives that god has called us to impact Kima, leak city seabrook the surrounding communities and as i'll share next week uh but not only the local communities, but globally, God is opening up some doors for us. So I'm real excited about that. And I think the key is to stay connected to him. That's why the local church is so important. Uh, that's why you need to be here on Friday for First Friday the 7th. You need to be here because that's where we really get into that place, that zone with the Lord, and God is doing things in our lives. And so I, I really want you to come. Uh, and invite your friends. And uh, if, you've, if you've not been to a First Friday, it's awesome. We bring the lights down low, and you just find that place in the sanctuary where you get alone with the Lord, and we'll have child care available. There's no reason you can't be here Friday at 7 o'clock, so I want no you here. Excuses. I'll yeah, see no, you guys on Friday, yeah. each and every single one of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have you on film now. We know who's here. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and kind of in concluding here, uh, what... What do you see as, uh, or what can, let me put it this way, what can Life Fellowship expect from you as a worship leader? Uh, um, I, I know, I, I'm really putting him on no, the, no, on the spot. Right. You're doing good, you're doing good. Um, but I, I just wanted to have an authentic, uh, just conversation. Yeah, yeah. Just share your heart, so there's Absolutely. no... 
There shouldn't be any pressure. I, no, no pressure. Something. I'm just, I'm just laughing because I'm weird. Y'all pray for me. <laughs> um, but uh, you are a musician, so I am. Yeah, I'm territory. Yeah. Right. Anyway, um, man, I. This kind of goes back to our first conversation some time back, is, uh, and actually what I, you know, uh, said earlier this morning is, which is, I, I will never apologize, nor will I ever um, detour away from declaring the finished work of Christ. There's just something about, you know, the cross, you know, something about his sacrifice, something about his love, something about Jesus, just him, you know, and, and that's one thing that, um, that, that I just, I, I'm all about loving Jesus and declaring his finished work, you know. Um, one thing that you guys might see is that I cry a lot. <laughs> during worship you know. go figure you know people that cry i don't, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with those guys yeah I'm i, with I you, tend man. to um just depend if there's like a sweet spot in worship and we're singing something like hallelujah you have won the victory death could not hold you down if we're singing something like that and you see like this huge tear just fall down just just keep going just keep worshiping don't worry about what's going on with me uh it's 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 here you know, it's definitely not here. It's, I love you guys, but it's not, it's not here. It's here. Um, and I just, there's something about, like I said, declaring the finished work of Christ. And um, I try to be very, um, uh, at least with the band, I try to be very easy to follow um, when it comes to worship, just where we're going. Um, but yeah, I'm, you'll, you'll definitely hear a lot of, we love Jesus. We're all about Jesus. God is holy. He's great. And he's also uh, gracious. You know, he's also loving, he's a kind God, so forth and so on. You'll hear a lot of that from me, and, and like I said, you'll probably see me jump a lot, you know. Just, <laughs> Be I, careful, we have kind of a low ceiling, but oh, that's yeah. fine. Well, I'm only 5'5", five, five, so I'm good. <laughs> so you've got some room, okay. Yeah, you yeah. On the, you're pretty tall, so. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, just like I said, de declaring the finished work of Christ yeah. and um, declaring who he is. I'm very, very passionate about worship as well. And um, I, now you're talking my language. Yeah, yeah I, I know that 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 this church and uh, that pastor's heartbeat is just about worship, you know. And so I know that this is the right place for a fact. I know that for a fact. And um, just like I said, we're just gonna go in with all of our hearts, um, and we're gonna worship the same God, the same big great God in a different way every Sunday because his mercies are new every every day. Yeah. You know, his grace is new every day. And, um, yeah, I mean, we're just going to go after God, yeah. you know. We're going to go deeper, yeah. deeper in, in, yeah. in worship. That, that's the word that literally just came to my mind. We're going to go deeper in, in, in worship and what that means to God, you know. And I think First Friday is really the, the service to facilitate that because we have on Sunday mornings, we have the greeting, we have the sermon, but on First Friday's, that's when we can really delve in and dive in. Um, I, I think I want to talk about expectations because I think it's really important. Um, I, and I, I appreciate your heart. I really do. I appreciate what you shared last night. We, we got together and rehearsed for a little while last night, and uh, it's the first time we played together. And, and uh, I, I thought it went well today. I, I thought it was very good. Uh, so I'm looking forward. So yeah. awesome. I'm sorry. Yeah, good job, guys. Sorry to put y'all on spot, but yeah, you put right. me on spot, so I figured yeah. I might as well put you on spot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Thank you guys so much. Um, but I think uh, also I want to look at the expectations that you have 
from the from the body of Christ from Life Fellowship, and I, I think what you can expect from us is that we will support you and and we will uh, follow you in leading us into the throne room, and uh, I, I think your heart to to stay connected to God and, and allow that anointing and that, that presence of God to be resident in here is really, really important. And so, and we talked about this numerous times, when you come on Sunday morning, be expecting, greatly expecting to receive. Um, because if we come in with kind of a complacent attitude, you know, oh, well, that was nice. Oh, we're going to miss something. But when we come expecting to receive, normally we're going to get what we're looking for. And so I want us to always come in to, to worship and, and whatever services we're having with an expectation of receiving from the Lord. Um, is there anything else that, that you would like to share? Um, anything on your heart? Good question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no pressure if there's yeah. not. That's, no, that's it, fine. We are going to, um, like I said, going deeper and just passionate worship. We are going to, uh, God's bringing things to, a, to another level, you know. Um, what that means, I'm not exactly sure, but I do know that he's bringing things to another level. And um, I pray that you all are ready because we are about to go on a journey. And uh, again, that's not by my might. Has nothing has nothing to do with me. Um, it's really, like I said, what God is doing in this house um, and amongst these, you know, you guys. And uh, so we we get ready. Yeah, get ready. That's that's pretty good. Let the future begin. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, maybe we could do that song again. Uh, you make all things new. Uh, that that's just so. I think it's so amazing, uh, your heart and what God is doing. It's like all of these things are culminating at the same time. I don't know how to explain it, but it, it's amazing what I see God doing. And we never like to close out the service without giving the opportunity for you to rededicate your life. Or maybe you're here this morning and you don't have a relationship with the Lord. And, and if that's you, I'd, I'd love for you. I'd, in fact, every, everyone, if you just bow your heads and close your eyes. And uh, if that's you this morning, if you're here and you don't have a relationship with the Lord or you had one and, and you walked away and God is tugging on your heart, would you, would you simply slip up your hand? I just want to pray with you this morning. Anybody here this morning? Listen, there's no shame in that. The shame would be to walk out of this building and, uh, and, and not receive everything that the Lord has for you today. Before we conclude... Uh, Let's just take a couple of minutes, and uh, we're going to play this song, God Makes All Things New, and regardless of, of where you are, the, regardless of what you've been through, God specializes in taking our broken lives. I love that line in uh, Fire Fall Down, He came to fix our broken lives. You know, Jesus came to fix our broken lives, and... Uh, Regardless of what's going on in your life, today can be a new day because He makes all things new. Let's just take a couple of minutes and just worship, okay? Let's just press into that place of worship and just proclaim that God makes all things new. And let's receive that because there's, there's probably somebody here that needs to know that today. He makes all things new. Let's just declare that. Oh, oh, oh. 
declare that we are better than our yesterday. Better than our yesterday, God. We are moving forward, Jesus. Whoa. Come on, if the Lord allows you to stand, won't you stand with us this morning? Sing you Turning back, no turning back, 
closing, you know that our mission statement here at Life Fellowship is to develop, maintain, and model personal intimacy with Jesus Christ. That's the target, that we connect with him. So ladies, we have uh, Mighty Women in Life meeting this Tuesday night. You need to be here for that. Uh, the first Friday, you need to be here for that. Those are mechanisms. Those are tools. Those are services to draw us into a deeper relationship with him. Let's be serious about that. Let's be serious about the Lord infusing our life and changing us. Let's be serious about reaching out to those that don't know him and sharing the hope of Christ that is in us with a lost and dying world. Lord God, I pray that we would have the passion and the fire and the desire that you have for others to reach out and share that love with them, that you would pour into our lives, God, that we would come to a place of yielding every part of our being to you and allowing you to truly be the center of our life, the center of everything that we do. And so, Father, we pray these things with great expectation as we go from this building now and live it to share the love and the hope of Christ in us with those who are looking for what we have and what you have provided so graciously, not only for us, but for them as well. So give us the words to say. Give us the opportunities to share the hope and the love of Christ with those who so desperately need you. And we pray these things with great expectation in Jesus' name. Thank you for being here this morning. Ladies, see you. I won't see you, but the ladies will see you on Tuesday. And I really hope to see you here on First Friday. Go out and change the world one person at a time. Go out and live it. You're dismissed. Thank you for being here.